Bavakama, Perak Hey, Mishnah Gimel 5.3, and we continue on from the previous Mishnah. It says, Hichnis Shoro Lachatzar Balhabaish Lovershus. If you have two neighbors, let's call them, Reuven and Shimon, and Reuven brings his cow into Shimon's backyard without permission, and then Unagacho Shoro Shobal Habayas, and then the Shimon's bull goes and attacks Reuven's cow. Or if Shimon has a dog and the dog attacks the cow and the dog bites the cow, Potter, in all those events, Shimon is exempt from paying for damages caused by his animals because what in the world is Reuven's cow doing in his backyard? If you'll ask, wait a second, what is the difference between the case of the bull attacking the cow and the dog attacking the cow? The difference is, you know, dogs are kind of feisty and when cows or other animals come to their territory, they are likely to, to bite. So you might have thought that once Shimon is aware that Reuven's cow is in his backyard, he'd have to sort of restrain his dog. The answer is no, he doesn't. It's not his responsibility whatsoever. Reuven has no business being here with his, with his cow, and if Reuven has to suffer the consequences, um, if his cow gets attacked by Shimon's livestock. Nagach hu shoro shel On the flip side, if Reuven's cow goes and attacks Shimon's bull, so then Chayev, of course, Reuven has to pay for the damages, because what in the world is he doing in his backyard? He's not allowed to be there. Assuming it's a Tom, the din would be it's Chatinazik, of course, um, but remember from the beginning, um, we had previously said that at least according to Rabbi Tarfan, who's not Lahalacha, it would be Nezik Shalom, full damages, even though it's a Tom, because we had said back in the beginning of the Masechta, at least according to Rabbi Tarfan's opinion, that if you're Mazik, if a Tom is Mazik in Rishus and Nezik, where it doesn't belong in the backyard of someone else, then he has to pay full damages. So that'd be Rabbi Tarfan's sheet, anyways. Now, what happens if, fascinatingly, What happens if Reuven's cow goes and falls into the water supply, the water system that belongs to Shimon, and, he, and it ruins the water? So, says the Mishnah Chai, if he'll have to pay. Now, why does Reuven have to pay if his cow went into Shimon's water supply? So the Pasha says it would be uh, a case of regel meaning the cow is doing what cows do, with going walking around, the cow is dirty, it's dirty as it, you know, damaging as it goes, and that's a regal is, so the cow going for a swim in the water supply is a case of regal, and would pay Nezik Shalom. Uh, interesting to note that, well, that's what the Taz says, the Sma says, no, actually, it's a case of Karen, this is like an unusual thing, Mashuna, and therefore, um, it's actually um, a Chati Nezik situation, not a Nezik Shalom, interesting idea, uh, because not normal for cows to go swimming in, people's water cisterns and to cause damage that way um, at all events the damage is occurring upon essentially entry into the water let's call that regal if the cow lingers about and then just by the fact the cow has been sitting in the water for three days uh, it makes the water nasty so actually that would not be called regal or Karen for that matter uh, it would actually be called boar why boar because the cow essentially is sitting still inanimate effectively um, and the water is getting ruined by the hazard of this kind of nasty cow sitting around. Now, there's usually, of course, boar, which is a hazard. It's the like a person's animal interacts with the hazard. But here, what you have is the is the the water interacting with the hazard. The hazard is being put, and the and the, it's inside the water. Okay, so it's a little weird, but that would be boar. Now, worth noting, therefore, that as you said before, and we'll see more in this is explicitly in this parak later on. The drasha is. Um, 
that a person who creates a hazard through boar doesn't actually pay for damages that his boar inflicts on non-animals. And that being the case, although the, the drush says kalim, included in that would be water. And therefore, if the damage that occurs to the water supply came from the cow just sitting around doing nothing and functioning as a hazard, through boar, actually, Reuven would not pay Shimon for the damage to his water because if you damage water with boar, you're actually off the hook. Okay, now. Okay, now. Sorry. What happens if before the cow went jumping into the water supply there, you had the father or the son of Shimon who lives there, you know, going for a swim inside the cistern. And the truth is, it's nothing with the fathers or sons. It could be anybody, his best friend. Uh, the point is just that usually who would be swimming in the local, you know, who would be in the water supply there, getting water or swimming, whatever the story is. Someone who lives there, father or son, for example. So then, um, if the cow um, essentially jumps on the person and uh, kills him, then Misham Esakofer, then the owner, Reuven, who let his cow go into Shimon's backyard, and which pounced on the Shimon's father or son, and um, will have to pay kofir. Now, we learned already, like the sheet of the Morav, which is that to pay kofir, you need to have your animal be a muad. And a muad means that it's already three times gone and done this before, so meaning that this is an animal which pounces on people inside of water cisterns. Okay, it's confirmed three times already. And therefore, it's a muad, which is why kofir kicks in. And if you'll ask, wait a second, if it's already been killing people, why in the world is it still on planet Earth? It should have been... Um, this call a long time ago. So the answer is either it got away from judgment or perhaps it, the way in which it killed was exempt, um, depending on who it killed, etc. Whatever the case is, according to Rav, it had to have a muad situation and it had to be essentially that the cow, you know, has pounced people before and in three times already and the owner knows that and therefore a roof and the owner is fully responsible to pay kofir. Um, if the cow um, was now jumping into the cistern to get some food that was floating in it, like some lily pads or something, and oblivious to the people inside of it, um, then the cash wouldn't be liable to death for that. But the kofir payment would be required. And worth noting, at least according to the Amora Shmuel, who's not Lahalacha, um, you would pay the kofir payment even if it were a tam, not a muad. And finally, says the Mishnah, if Reuven brought his cow into Shimon's backyard with permission, then then if now, the bull, or the dog, let's say, that belonged to Shimon, attacks Reuven's cow. So now, Shimon will have to pay. Why? Because our Tana here is the same Tana as the previous two Mishnayos, who holds that if you give someone permission to use your space, you're also implicitly also agreeing to make sure that nothing bad happens, as a Shomer Chinam anyways, but you're making sure you're taking responsibility to protect their property from damage. That being the case, once Shimon lets Reuben bring the cow in, if the cow gets injured by Shimon's dog, then Shimon has to pay the damages. Rebbe, however, disagrees, and this is Lahalacha. Rebbe, this is Rebbe Hudanasi, in other words. Rebbe Omer, He says no. In all these cases, meaning with the, 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 the pottery and with the food and with the animals, doesn't matter. Just because you let someone use your backyard use your storage facility, use your property, doesn't mean you're agreeing to watch their stuff and protect it from damage. And that being the case, unless you explicitly say, I'll keep an eye out for your stuff, you're not responsible to do so. And therefore, according to Rebbe, the uh, the neighbor Reuven has to be aware when he brings his his uh, cow into Shimon's backyard to make sure the cow doesn't um, get hurt. And if it does, says Rebbe, it's not Shimon's fault. Shimon doesn't have to pay. 
Um, but the converse is also true that if Reuven's cow ends up goring Shimon's bull or stepping on, you know, Shimon's dog's, you know, paw or something, causing damage, so Shimon actually has no claim on Reuven. That's because Shimon, after all, gave Reuven permission to bring the cow in. So although, according to Rebbe and the Halacha, Shimon's not taking responsibility to watch out for Reuven's cow, Reuven's stuff, he certainly is allowing him to use the space, Shimon's allowing Reuven to use the space, and therefore, uh, if if something happens to Shimon's st- Shimon's stuff, it's certainly not Reuven's fault because he did it with permission, and therefore there'll be no claim to make restitution from Reuven to Shimon.